This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Don't know about MyBookie? They are redefining the gaming scene for both sports betting and online casino games. Sign up at MyBookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to claim a deposit match up to $1,000. That is right, $1,000. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Saturday morning which means we are talking the National Football League Week 12. What's going on, Max? Get your sugary bowl of cereal, sit down, relax, listen to some podcasting. That's what uh, these grown adults do, right? Sit down with their fruity fucking pebbles and listen to us talk sports. That's right. That's right. This is not as much fun as watching Transformers as a kid. but No, no, I'm n- not nearly as enough fun, but uh, we close, right? Close. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd say if, if we were laying odds, they, they'd be probably like a 13-point favorite. I think we cover that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. What's going on, Panther? Man, you guys are like knee-deep in my head now. I mean, Transformers is my go-to sugary cereal. I already had some this morning to get ready for the podcast. So missed you guys yesterday, but busy with my interview. It's just been a weird week at the um, the holiday. Got my week screwed up and then became a grandfather again. Thank you for all the, the well wishes on the app and, and uh, the website. And uh, yeah, just... Notre Dame playing on a Friday. Like I, I had to ask ours, like what, what day is today? I'm so lost and confused. So it's, it's a typical Saturday morning. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Richard, what's up? He, he can no longer go by Panther. It's gotta be grandpa Panther now. Paul Panther. For sure. Yeah. It's Saturday morning, ready to go coming off. Uh, you know, the same kind of thing as Panther, all these days and games and all that stuff has me confused. I'm confused to begin with. And uh, Transformers is my go-to movie now. It's more fun for me now than it was when I was a kid. Well, there you go. Everybody loves Transformers. All right, let's get to it. Let's see if the Atlanta Falcons can transform their season. Uh, They are hosting the Raiders. The Raiders are minus three? Yeah, minus three. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we talked about this one a lot. Between uh, We talked about this in the early lines episode. Talked about it in the DFS uh, show yesterday. I mean, the summary is that Derek Carr is pretty fucking good, and the Falcons' secondary is pretty fucking bad. Uh, Atlanta is also going to be missing Todd Gurley, which means a healthy dose of Matt Ryan for them this week uh, should throw the ball a lot, which I think can almost be an advantage to the Raiders here. Uh, their pass rush has been non-existent for some reason. I don't know why the, the Raiders don't have a pass rush, but they don't have a pass rush. We'll just say that. But Atlanta's offensive line is just awful. So I expect the Raiders to be able to get some pressure on Ryan. I think they can let their secondary do the rest. This is a secondary. The Raiders' secondary, when when they're focused, can can do wonders. I mean, I guess against Drew Locke, but maybe they can do wonders against Matt Ryan here too. Raiders four and one on the road, better on the road than they are at home. I think they get the win this week, but I don't like them to cover this one. It is really close. I will lean Vegas here, but I was telling Arch yesterday this is by percentage points but I, I didn't know that was the end of the sentence i wasn't like a comma <laughs> uh yeah, yeah this is tough because the falcons have played a lot better uh since the firing of dan quinn um you know they kind of ran into a confusing buzzsaw if you will with the quarterback situation with new orleans last week but the raiders um 
you know, that, that game against the Chiefs could have gone either way. They, they seemed to match up really good with the Chiefs, but they dominated the Broncos. They had that, that weird, fluky weather game with the Browns. And those were their two, like, best defensive performances, if you will. But the Raiders really haven't been playing that great a defense, giving up 27.6 points per game. Atlanta gives up 27.5. So I think you can really expect a lot of points to be scored in this game. Um, I, I'm starting to like the Raiders. I still don't believe in them. I, I really, it's more, I think it's more of an indictment of how bad the NFL's bad teams really are. Uh, then the Raiders are actually really that good. But they've covered six of their past seven road games. They're four and one against the spread this season. I think they can cover the three here. So I'm going to go ahead and bet the Raiders. The Raiders might not have a pass rush right now, but honestly, I I think I'd rather be the Raiders than the Bears at this point in their trajectory. Uh, At five, when it was a pick I was all over the Raiders expecting them to win. And cover. I still expect them to win and cover. There are a lot of injuries on the uh, Atlanta side of the ball, and it seemed like when Dan Quinn was quarter uh, coach, they could score, but they couldn't stop you from scoring. Now Raheem Morris is the coach, and they can't score and can modestly stop you from scoring. So I think the Raiders cover this game. I'm just not by enough of my my margin to bet it. I'm going to lean the Raiders. You're going to lean the Raiders, okay? Well, man, Chiefs twice, Saints, Bills, Buccaneers. Arguably, the Raiders have one of the toughest schedules in the NFL, right? I know oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I know you were saying it's an indictment on bad teams, but Jesus, that's a that's a brutal schedule. I think the Raiders do win. Maybe a letdown game after the Chiefs. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Atlanta plus the three. But uh, I have the Raiders covering, maybe not quite by enough. Man, yeah, I'm starting to get worried about the Raiders. <laughs> um, Arizona, New England. Next. Oh, what's the total? Let's go. Oh total. shit, the We're total. Skip right over that. Yeah, I'm. I'm just off. I'm tripping. The fan too. coma. Yeah, pretty much. Fifty-three and a half. My bad. Yeah, because I'm going to bet the under on this one. I have this Ooh, at fifty-one. Uh, like Raiders. It. Raiders twenty-seven. Falcons twenty-four. Uh, I think that there's uh, expectations this thing's going to go over. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, I think the Raiders' uh, defense actually does show up and, and kind of holds the Falcons down, and the Raiders do what they need to do to win the game. Yeah, I, I think some. there's going to be plenty of points scored here, but getting over the 53-and-a-half might be a bigger ask. There, there's still this false belief that Atlanta's a high-scoring team, and they really aren't. This is a, a 24-25 point team. Um, and I think that's probably where they'll be here. So I'm looking at, you know, like 27, 24, somewhere in that area. So I'm, I'm with Max here. I'm, I'm leaning the under. Hmm. I think they'll both score points. The Raiders do give up points. Uh, and I think they'll continue to give up points. They'll throw the ball a lot. They'll get ahead. The Raiders in Atlanta will play catch up. And I think they'll do their part. And in score, like uh, Panther said, in the in the mid twenties, with the Raiders you know, getting on the better side of thirty. So I'm going to lean the over. Going to lean the over. All right. At fifty three and a half, I do have to lean the over here too. So it's an over for me, just just barely. I like that 56, 56 a lot more than this fifty three and a half. All right. Uh, Air, now we can do it. Arizona, New England. Arizona on the road is minus two 
they were they were minus three. Yeah, it was minus one yesterday too. It's, like this, this, oh. this I mean, kind of been a weird line movement on this one. Patriots, I mentioned on this show earlier in the week, struggled against Deshaun Watson and should probably struggle against Kyler Murray as well. Um, Murray's got a bit of a banged up shoulder though, uh, so uh, keep an eye on that. But I, I think he should still be able to connect with DeAndre Hopkins a lot, even with the Patriots secondary focusing their attention on him. And, you know, where Murray may do most of his damage could be on the ground, right? Uh, his ability to scramble, they do planned rush plays on him. I think it's even going to give a mastermind like Bill just fits this week. I do worry about this being an early game. It's a 1 p.m. game. This is a Cardinals team coming out uh, from from the West, out East. But, man, uh, with, with uh, Kingsbury as their coach, and uh, Murray is the quarterback. They've done really well in early games, so uh, maybe uh, maybe they should just move move out east and just li- live out here. Uh, I'm going to lean the Cardinals here. Uh, I think they they should get the win, but I mean, heading into Foxborough, I get it's not my grandma's Patriots team anymore, but mm, road team in Foxborough, I just, I just don't love it. So I will lean the Cardinals here, but I can't bet it. We're heading into week 12. Are, are we still riding this whole thing of do we believe in the hoodie? Are we ready to write him off or whatever? But I'm writing them off. Um, they, I think they we know who they are now. And this is a this is a mediocre team, a 20, 24 point team. They they really struggle to get over that. They got 20 against Houston, 23 against Baltimore, 30 against the Jets. Woohoo. Um, 21 against Buffalo, six against San Francisco. I mean, this is a very limited offensive team. Uh, so you're, you need that defense to really step up. You're going to need some special teams or defensive touchdowns, I think, to keep up with this Arizona offense, who just is, is way more explosive. Um, and then Max nailed it on the head. You know, they're really good on these one o'clock Eastern time games, five and two under um, Clint Kingsbury here. So, yeah, I'm. Maybe I'm a little too comfortable with it. I don't know, but uh, I'm going to bet Arizona. Coming out of the box, people didn't know what to expect from the hoodie and um, from Cam Newton. So they got off to a good start. The Patriots, now people got film on them, and it seems to me like they're regressing. They're going backwards outside of the win against Baltimore, which maybe in hindsight doesn't look as good now considering the Ravens' struggles. So I, I think that, the Arizona team will come in. They'll play well. They'll do enough to cover. And I, I see this game as a game of touchdowns for Arizona in field goals for the Patriots. Teams that kick field goals lose to teams that score touchdowns. Arizona wins and covers. I'm going to bet the Cardinals too. Oh, okay. Got you in for the bet. Um, this is, yeah, I'm going to lean the the, Fal- the Cardinals, Jesus, with you guys for sure. But I've got it really close almost exactly at two so i can't pull the trigger here uh i think this is going to be a very tight game and uh i i guess maybe we do have to start fading the hoodie i guess that's in the conversation maybe he should get matt patricia back to coach some defense i don't know oh yeah because his defense looks fucking great. <laughs> yeah let's, let's talk about the lines real quick i don't sure. know if we we, we destroyed the lines enough <laughs> Matt fucking Patricia, man. God damn. Uh, they replaced Jim Caldwell for this fucker. I mean, come on. Come on, Detroit. Uh, Caldwell made it to the playoffs twice. 
this guy, you know, sniffing the playoffs, no fucking way. Like he's going to get fired. Absolutely. He's got to get fired. They're going to, they're going to put it on him and it's easy to blame the coach, but they haven't done anything with that team since he got there. I think it's literally like the same team that he had. What we added Adrian Peterson. We've got a rookie in Deandre Swift. Um, We've replaced golden Tate with Kenny Galladay. The defense still sucks. I mean, it's just a team that's always been mediocre and relatively devoid of talent. I don't think they've had a real big megastar wide receiver since Calvin left, and they haven't been able to run the ball, I swear, since Barry left. Yeah, it's not not incorrect. Uh, let's, what's the total in this one, 49? Uh, yeah. yeah, I have a 49. I'm going to bet the over on this one. I have this at 50. Uh, Cardinals 28, Patriots 22. So I, I like the over on this one as a bet. Okay. Can I over unders? I'd never fare very well <laughs> with these for whatever reason, but I'm with Max. Like, I Arizona's going to score, and their defense is just so on the wrong side of mediocre that I think New England will put up enough points to get this on the over. So I like the over 49 enough to bet it as well. I might be doing a little bit of island living. I think the game will be a little bit lower scoring than that, and just slightly to the under. So I'm going to lean under. Man, I've got this just as an ugly-ass game, close, ugly-ass game. I'm going to bet the under on the under 49. All right. Next up, a little bit more exciting teams, the Giants and the Bungles. Uh, Giants opened up minus four and a half, Max. They're six and a half now. Chewing on some bagel here. Apologies. Oh, it's okay. We can wait. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Two teams that uh, I saw a lot of potential in earlier in the season. Just not coming up with the results. Uh, now, Cincinnati, they need to get through the season without Joe Burrow, which probably means it's evaluation time for that roster. See who's going to be part of the future uh, when Joe Burrow gets back. Uh, Bengals have two quarterbacks. It's Brian Finley and Brandon Allen, and it seems like we're going to get another Allen starting a quarterback this season in the NFL. <laughs> Guys named Allen just become starting quarterbacks, apparently. Giants defense should have a solid outing and put New York in uh, some good spots offensively. A big question mark is always Daniel Jones and uh, his his turnover um, you know issues. So if he doesn't turn the ball over, they tend to win. If he does turn the ball over, they have issues trying to win. I think they should win. I mean, listen, they, they, they should run the ball with Gallman. Take the pressure off of Jones. Uh, Bengals defense allows 136 rushing yards per game. That's third last in the league. Giants earlier in the season struggled running the ball, but their offensive line is gelling. Uh, Gallman, I think, has taken control of this offense, and uh, I think they'll be able to run the ball uh, much better. They're going to get the win. Um I have them covering, but I still don't love it enough to bet it. So I will lean the Giants here. Yeah, this is honestly the way the Giants have been playing. um, It would be easy to talk about them, but I actually think this game is all about 
the Bengals and what they're not going to be able to do. You, you've seen the struggles without Joe Burrow, right? They only scored 10 points uh, finishing out that game with Pittsburgh, only nine points with uh, against Washington. So they're really struggling on the offensive side. And not now just Joe Burrow, but Joe Mixon is done for the season as well. So Giovanni Bernard got off to a, a nice start, but – uh, he's kind of been slowed down by some better defenses. Giants defense isn't terrible. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of liking the Giants here a lot. And the other interesting thing is the Giants have covered eight straight road games, including all five under head coach Joe Judge this season. So I'm going to go ahead and just lean the Giants because I don't like it, that hook, that six and a half. That was kind a of setup, scary. man. That was a setup. You it were really saying, was. Ah, all these things to bet them. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to lean them. It's a, yeah, that, that hook scared me off. I got the six. I was there. Six and a half is just, eh, well, just people, not People there. can't score a half a point, man. You can lose right half a point. Go ahead yeah, and bet. I'm waiting on you, Rich. Now I'm not going to bet the Giants here either. They, Daniel Jones is their quarterback. I mean, I, I don't need to say any more than that. They can be up and driving to take the, the the definitive lead, put the game out of reach, and then he'll throw a stupid interception as he's flailing around and just kind of throws a pop fly into the uh, into the end zone, looking for a miracle. I think the Giants do win this game. I think you can get a lot of fantasy points out of the Giants, both on defense and offense, from Wayne Gallman, Daniel Jones. But, you know, I expect the the Bengals to rally around the new leader, whoever that is, at quarterback Allen or Finley, and keep the game a little bit closer, probably more so because the Giants will make mistakes along the way. So I'm just going to lean the Bengals. Going to lean the Bengals. Yeah, six and a half mm-hmm. is too many points. I, I agree. I'm going to lean the Bengals as well. Almost a bet. I'm just a little, just a little concerned about the inept quarterback play coming from the from the Bungles. So yeah, I'm just going to lean them right here. Uh, 44 max. The total's actually going up. It's 44 now. Jeez, I think I've I've bet on all the totals so far, and and not going to stop now. I'm going to bet the under. This is 38 at the total. <laughs> Giants 23, Bengals 15. Love it. And so uh, betting the under. I liked your number 38. I had it more like 28 to 10. Like I, it's just hard to get behind this, this Bengal team without Joe Burrow. They're lacking explosiveness, decisiveness. I think it really shows you how valuable Joe Burrow was to this team and that offense. So uh, I can't bet it, but I will lean the under. I got the game going over by a point, just one point. It's not enough for me and my margin of error. So I will just slightly, ever so slightly lean the over. Gotcha. Lean me over. I'm going to bet the under with Max, and I'm happy to report this is Max's first uh, total he got right. So Max and I agree. Max is one in two now. So good job, Max. Great. Yeah. I mean, on the season, you know, my totals have done done fairly well, Arch. So they've done they've done okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another road favorite for Panther loading up. Cleveland minus six and a half. Seven. Oh shit! It's seven now. <laughs> yeah. So that's minus seven. Uh, Miles Garrett still going to be out for the Browns on the DF show DFS show yesterday. I mentioned that he would be back, but it seems like the COVID still got him down. <laughs> Either way, I think the Browns defense should get it done again this week. Jaguars only path to victory or only path to surviving is with James Robinson running the ball. Cleveland ranked uh, eighth in in rush defense on, on the year. Uh, they they do protect against the run fairly well. Means that the ball's got to go to Mike Glennon, 
he's going to have to do more and good luck with that. Browns average 2.7 sacks per game coming off of a five sack game last week. That was without Garrett. I think uh, the Browns offensively should be able to run the ball really effectively here. Uh, Baker Mayfield, hopefully for his, his sake, can avoid some turnovers. Uh, I just don't, I don't have the Browns covering. I, I, I close. I have them close to covering here. I just, I think Mayfield's going to have a slightly off game. And I, I think uh, Mike Clennon's going to show us all what we've been missing for the last three years. So I will lean the Jaguars. <laughs> oh man, Jacksonville. They're the, one of the hardest teams to bet against, but their their defense is so bad. They might actually catch a break because the Cleveland running game is so good. So maybe uh, they won't just cut Baker Mayfield loose. But uh, Arch taking his shots on me on my away teams. But I, look, I was 2-0 Thursday night. Notre Dame won on the road. And then I'm looking at my list here like, shit, I am taking every single away team. Why not stop here? Why not nope, stop here? You're not going to. We're going to take these Browns. I think Chubb and uh, Hunt will run all over Jacksonville. I agree with Max on the James Robinson thing with Jacksonville, but they always get game planned out of it. The score dictates, okay, now we got to throw the ball, and literally their best player gets taken out of the script, and I think you'll probably see a little bit of that tomorrow as well. So uh, I will. I will bet the Browns here. It's going to be the Nick Chubb show. I think he's going to run all over the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. And the only advantage that Jacksonville has statistically is the kicker. And if your field goal kicker and your punter are the best things about your team going into a game, I'm not so sure that I want to bet them. So I'm going to go road here too. I think Cleveland wins this game, wins this game kind of handily. So I'm going to bet the Browns on the road as well. Bet the Browns give Rich a chub. I am leaning Jacksonville plus a seven. Can't quite get there. I do have a you know a not insignificant percentage when the Cleveland Browns win by eight. So fuck. So I, I can only lean Jacksonville. You know they're going to cover this one. That's just what they do. So it's, it's a lean for me. Uh, about that defense, so Rich, do you look at Jacksonville as a Dallas Cowboy fan and just drool over that? Defense? <laughs> nah. Oh, I would. I don't. I would. That defense is significantly better the than the Cowboys. They're in the. Uh, they're in the. Sta- you know, they're, they're running uh, for the number one pick. So that's what I you know drooled over. I, instead of the Cowboys end up getting a three crappy wins and it stops them from being able to draft Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> so you know they they screw themselves no matter what. Yes. Yes. Uh, Forty nine and a half max. That's the total. It's going up. 49 and a half. Um, I'll lean the under here. Uh, I got the Browns winning 26 to 20. So that's a total of 46. Uh, and uh, if Panther does not bet the under or lean the under here, then um, he's smoking crack. Um, I don't do crack, but I'm definitely leaning the under as well. <laughs> I, I look, I just don't trust Jacksonville's offense. I think Cleveland could probably even get into the low thirties and we're still going to hit the under. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm leaning the, actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to bet the under. You're going to bet the under. I'm going to bet the under All Max right. has got me in crack. So whatever. Glennon and the line is going up. The total is going up. People must uh, really, we really must have missed something in the last three years. I think this game goes under two. Uh, I don't have it by a big enough margin to bet, but close. So I'm going to heavily lean the under. 
in this game. You're going to heavily lean. Should I put that in the notes? Heavily lean. Heavily lean. Yeah, you can put that in your Excel sheet. Yeah. I shredded it. Right? Yeah, I was thinking of that too. <laughs> is, that, is that how that works, Max? Or just strength. I don't object, Your Honor. I strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Panther actually saw a movie. They didn't did. have a he cape did. on he it. He has yeah. a few good men. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Push him off the edge, Arch. I'm going to lean the under as well. I can't quite actually. I hate to say it. I'm going to lean the under, but the sheet is telling me dumb push. A 49 and a half dumb push bucket uh, uh, lean under all right next up carolina against the booger eating morons the morons are th- minus three at home i had this at minus three and a half uh yesterday so yeah. it looks it looks like some uh shifting going on there you can still grab the three and a half if you want to max oh no, no 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 well actually yes 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 yes, yes. <laughs> i too want the three and a half uh big question mark for Minnesota continues to be if their star receiver Adam Thielen is going to play or not. Uh, it could be a game time decision, which is great for those asshats who have him on their fantasy team. <clears throat> uh, Thielen had a monster game last week, and the Vikings' offense was just clicking. It's their defense, on the other hand, that's just not so great. Give up 383 yards per game, just middle of the pack or worse in bunch of the other statistical categories for defense they don't sack a lot they don't get a lot of takeaways per game it's just a, it's a mediocre or bad defense right and i think it's a defense that teddy bridgewater and crew should be able to get some points on uh bridgewater going to show that vikings team what they could have had if they had faith in his knee injury coming back from uh from what what it has so now that now they overpaid for uh kirk cousins they could have had teddy bridgewater out there for significantly less money and probably doing better. Ultimately, I think Dalvin Cook should help lead the Vikings to a victory this week, but they will not cover. I will certainly bet the Panthers, and if you're telling me I'm getting three and a half, I will take the three and a half. That's what I got not, yesterday at my bookie, by the way. I'm not seeing him on the injury report. Did anybody tell me what, what's going on with McCaffrey? Is he still out? Most likely out. So we'll list him as doubtful. Um this actually is one of the harder ones. Uh, my, I might actually have to go away from an away team, and I don't even feel really good about it. Minnesota's only one and four at home, and they lost to the Dallas Cowboys. That just makes you lose any – whatever they had going, beating the Packers, beating the Lions, beating the Bears, whatever they had going, they just shit the bed against Dallas, and you just lose all the confidence. Um, Panthers got a, a pretty decent de- decent defense, um, and they, they – right of the ship against Detroit, shutting them out. This just, I, I can't get really either side of this game. I don't know if I just don't like either team or can't identify these teams. Cousins will probably, he's due for about two or three picks, isn't he? That's, that's about what he does. Bridgewater could have a big game. Man, I don't even know where to go here. I'm going to, I'm going to lean Minnesota, but I, no confidence, none at all. Minnesota, you know, they did have a bad game against Dallas, but they still had a chance to win that game. The Cowboys had two weeks to prepare for it. That was their last hurrah for the year. So they, they caught the Cowboys at the wrong time. I think a lot of teams in that spot probably would have still would have lost as well. Carolina's lost five of their last six. The only team that they beat in that mix was Detroit. And they're a mess, as uh, Max uh, brought up earlier in the show. 
I, I think Minnesota wins the game. I don't trust them at all to win by a lot. So I'm going to take the points and lean with the Panthers. You're going to lean the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to bet the Panthers here. I, I, I like them, and I think they can cover it. I don't have them winning. But I do have them, you know, probably covering, and I'm grabbing that three and a half, just like Max, because at three, uh, the margins are way too thin. Uh, the total in this one is, it was, is it 51 still? It's 51. Yeah, it's 51 and a half earlier, so that's, it seems like it's dropping a little bit. Um, I'll lean the under here. I, I got this a total of 49, Vikings 25, Panthers 24, so the Vikings winning by one, which again, I'm getting three and a half, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Well, the, the, so the exact Vegas score here is 27 to 24. I'm just kind of my own little logic here, but I think it's more likely than not to go under that than over. So I'll lean the under. I have them outscoring the line from Vegas by two points. So I'm going to lean. I, I think both teams are going to be able to score. Both teams are having a difficult time stopping people. I'm going to lean the over. Mm, I'm going to bet the under. I've got this going under the 51 handily. So, yeah, I'm wrong. Vegas is right. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to bet the under nonetheless. All right. Next up, we've got the Titans versus the Colts. Uh, Colts are minus three. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, if last week told us anything about the Colts, is that their defense is overrated. Packers put up 31 points, 367 yards. Now, the Colts did manage to get four turnovers. They limited Green Bay on the ground. But this does not look like a dominant. This does not look like a number one defense to me. And now they get another shot to contain Derrick Henry, something that they've not been able to do. The Colts did get that big win over Tennessee in week eight, but Henry still ran for over 100 yards on them. I think he's run for over 100 yards in their last three matchups. And he should run for 100 yards again this week. Uh, as of right now, you know, you look at these two teams, the Colts are playing like the better team. They're playing like the more consistent team, the team that you can trust. I just don't trust them to cover this one. And as such, I will bet the Titans. Yeah, the Colts defense it gets a little too much love. The, the 21 points per game looks good, but it's kind of overinflated by some dominating wins against bad teams. You look at what they've given up, um, the 31 against Green Bay, 17 against Tennessee is actually really good, but then 24 against Baltimore, 41 against or uh, 21 against Detroit, and 27 against the Bengals. So they, they do give up some points. I just can't get to the point where I think Tennessee loses twice to the Colts. They, they just played a couple weeks ago, three weeks, I guess, when we factor in the bye. Um, but – I think that game against Baltimore really has got Tennessee kind of maybe thinking more positively because they were really, man, they were really bad with those, those three losses in four games. They looked really good against Baltimore. I expect them to perform a lot better this time around. So, God damn it, another road team. Um, I'm going to bet Tennessee. The um, Colts have won four of the last five against the Tennessee Titans and uh, seven of the last ten. I think that the defense will be able to control, not completely contain Derrick Henry. And the, the Colts are going to win this game, but it's going to be a dumb push. So <laughs> I think they're going to win by exactly three. 
I, I don't know why I'm, I'll lean the home team they called. So I don't want to mess up your Excel sheet. All right. Uh, I'm going to lean Tennessee as well. I've got, it's right on the, uh, almost a dumb push, just like Rich, almost. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to lean Tennessee plus the points. Uh, I don't want to be on the wrong side with Rich. That's that's for sure. Uh, the total in this one is 51 and a half. Yeah, you guys might be on something with that dumb push. Uh, percentage points, percentage <laughs> points uh, changed things for me here. Uh, I will lean the over here. I have this at 56 with the Colts winning 29 to 27. So, again, percentage points shifted this thing. It was, my first calculations had this at three. <laughs> and that push. But once it got to two, I felt comfortable betting the Titans here uh, and leaning the over 56. You know, my first inclination is to, was to go under just because it's the second time playing in real recency, just second time this month to be exact. So I, I really kind of was thinking we might be looking at an underplay, but I can't get over how bad that Titan defense has been all season and really how explosive. I know it sounds kind of weird, but the Colts offense is what's carrying them. Their defense has been okay. They're not elite like everybody believes, but Phillip Rivers and that offense, I mean, when they're clicking, they're scoring. So I think this is another overplay. I'm going to lean the over. You know, the uh, losing team in this series for the last four games has scored 17 points. I don't know if that's going to make it five in a row, and that was Tennessee, three out of those four. And I, I and all of them except one actually went under that total that we see. Uh, well, they all went under 51. So I, I'm going to slightly lean the under in this game. Okay. Got you under with a slight, not a, not a, not a heavy, not a, just slight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to lean the under here as well. I, I, I wonder if the second time through just not a lot of time to prep. I feel like those are factors. Yeah, I think it's going to go just barely under the 51, 51 and a half. All right, Max, if I was so inclined, where would I place my wager on this uh, slight underplay? Mm-hmm. If you were so inclined, you'd head over to my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a season pro, my bookie strives to create the absolute best online betting experience for all of their customers. So easy to use. You're watching a game, you look at a map patrician saying, man, that defense is going to really just that defense has got to do something right that uh, no it's not but either way you could live bet you could have live bet that game or listen you could have you could have looked at mike mccarthy and said man you're a genius you're running a a fake punt at the 20 yard line i'm going to i'm going to bet for the cowboys to come back here you could have done that over at my bookie few clicks away on your computer or your phone you deserve to bet with the best that is mybookie.ag. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. You can claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000. Bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start to a winning season. That is promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Sign up today. Lots of stuff going on today, right? We got a UFC, UFC? college sports, college, uh, right? We yeah, got, and you're, fa- you're, yeah. Fading, uh, you're fading some boxing matches. Fading some boxing matches. Yep, yep. I'm backing away from that one. Backing away from uh, Nate Robinson. Uh, basketball. We've got college basketball, college football. Jeez, so much stuff betting on those. So to get over to my book, you just sign up now, and then, then you have some money to play with. That's some solid advice. All right. Moving on, we're looking at the models of consistency here. Chargers at Bills. Uh, bills are right now minus five and a half. It's kind of almost so, like- Oh, four and a half. Whoa, it's changed to four and a half since we- yeah, yeah. If this is four and a half, I, I, I mean, I kind of, 
kind of have these this is almost i hate to say it almost two even match teams the records don't say otherwise but uh, like if you you look at the statistics and it's just like yeah you know uh bills they have had to deal with some of the league's best offenses they've coughed up big yards in those games and the bills defense is going to be tasked with the chargers who are ranked third in offense in the league uh buffalo's defense has slowly been getting healthier they're coming off of a bye week so guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I think they should be rested. They should be ready to go here. Their offense also should be able to put up some numbers against L.A. here. I like that Allen Diggs duo to have a nice fantasy stack again this week. Uh, if you look at the metrics, uh, you know, as I mentioned, between the Chargers and the Bills, especially on defense, pretty pretty much the same. They're pretty similar, except for uh, Buffalo's pass rush is much better than the Chargers. When Chargers lost Bosa, kind of uh, impacted their pass rush a lot there. The Bills get uh, about 2.7 sacks per game, where uh, Chargers, I think, get 1.7 sacks per game. So th- there's significance there. And I think that could be a difference maker, right? Uh, if, if Justin Herbert's uh, feeling a little bit pressured, maybe he makes a couple rush throws or some boneheaded throws or something there. Uh, of course, I, I can't I can't trust the Bills. I, I, I This is a team that really you cannot trust week to week and you cannot trust with your money to bet them. So I will lean the Chargers here. I do think uh, Buffalo should get the win, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't bet either team confidently enough here. 
tell you, I was all over the Chargers at five and a half, four and a half. That that's a big, big line move. Um, just in whatever, 24 hour period, two hour period. Um, Buffalo's good at home. They're four and one at home. It's just not necessarily covering the line every time. They they struggled against the Jets. They struggled against the Patriots. Um, they beat a really defenseless Seattle team. And then they turn around and lose to Arizona. So this this is another offensive juggernaut that they're going to see in the Chargers who equally have just as bad of a defense. Um, I, man, I think I'm sad to say I missed the fantasy show, but I got to imagine you guys loaded up on Chargers and Bills for this game. Um, I see Keenan Allen and Stephon Diggs both having huge days. But this comes down to the line, right? And Buffalo, I think, is the play for the win. But because of the four and a half, if you can still find it for five and a half, jump on the Chargers because I think this is probably closer to a three-point game. I'm going to lean the Chargers with those points. I'm wondering if the the uh, trainer was watching Justin Herbert in practice and drafted him for his fantasy team before he poked Tyrod Taylor with the needle. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine this offense looking like this under Tyrod Taylor? I can't. So – I think Buffalo coming off the bye is going to be better prepared and they'll be less Buffalo-y than they have been, uh, much like the Cowboys when they came off their bye. They'll fix a couple of the the leaky parts and, and Buffalo will win. They'll cover, but I'm not confident in them covering by enough, so I'll just lean them. You're going to lean Buffalo. Okay. Yeah, I've got Buffalo winning the game, but just not quite by enough. So it's a lean for me on the Chargers as well. Nothing else really to say on that total in this one let me double check here is 53 um i'm going to bet the under on this one uh i have the bills 25 and the chargers 25 for a total of 50 so uh, i like the under here the over almost seems like too obvious it's almost scary too obvious because neither one of these teams play very good defense. Both have incredibly explosive offenses. Uh, I I liken this game to that Seattle game that Buffalo played a few weeks back, and that went to 78 points. Chargers gave up 28 to the Jets, so that tells you how bad that defense really is. I, I can't get away from the over. It almost seems too obvious, but um, I'm going to do it anyway. I'll lean the over. The Chargers defense gives up about uh, almost 30 to just about everybody. They gave up 28 to the Jets, 29 to the Dolphins, 31 to Las Vegas, 31 to Denver, 29 to Jacksonville. I guess no matter who you throw in a quarterback, uh, they give up that many points. So I I think they're going to score points. They're going to give up points. This game is probably going to go over. I think it's absolutely going to go over. I'll bet the over in this spot. Talked yourself into it. I kind of did, to be honest with you. I I, I was going to lean the over, but after kind of looking at all those points that they give up, what the hell? That's what I'm saying. It seems too obvious. Like, shouldn't the number be closer, like 59 or 60? That 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 the overplay scares me. That's why I can only lean it. There you go. Should be 60. I'm going to bet more. the under. And uh, Panther, if you want to give me 60, I'll place a bet with you. Uh, well, shit, if it was 60, I'd probably be on the under, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet the under. I, I think this is going to get under. I don't even have the offensive explosion that Max has. So I've got it less than that. All right. 
the, Ma- the game Max has been drooling over, Miami and the Jets. Dolphins on the road, minus six and a half. I'm drooling over this one. If someone would like take my money. <laughs> I was telling Arch yesterday, heading over to my bookie to place my bet, and this one got taken, taken off the board. It could be because two is questionable. It could be because the Jets announced that Sam Darnold's going to start this week. Uh, but either way, I couldn't bet on this game. So uh, I'll refresh in a little bit, see if it's back on the board there. I, I don't think either of those factors really changes my opinion. In fact, if Fitzpatrick ends up playing for the for the Dolphins, I think I like Miami even more there. Uh, Adam Gase might try to take it out on his former team, but that Miami defense, I think they're going to neutralize whatever clever offensive plays that Gase might have up his sleeves. And offensively, I think they should be able to move the ball on the Jets' dreadful pass defense. The only other teams in the league that are worse than the Jets uh, in giving up passing yards per game. Can you guys take a guess? There's two two teams. Cowboys? No. Oh. Bengals Seattle, Seattle's definitely one. Seattle, yeah, absolutely. Man. Seattle's worse than the league, and then the Atlanta Falcons. So you're talking about the Jets, the Falcons, and the Seahawks. And, and that's pretty bad. That's bad company to be in. And two so out of three had Jamal Adams at one. Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if Fitz if Fitzpatrick ends up playing, I, I, he could put up 400 yards. So keep an eye on on that and 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 have fun with that. Uh, I I'm interested in knowing uh, why this game was taken off the board. It does seem like you do have lines here, right, Arch? We're going right to the right to the source. Yeah. So. Um, Listen, it, it, Miami minus six and a half, definitely betting that. Uh, I am comfortable betting Miami all the way up to minus nine. So uh, I think I have some wiggle room here. But absolutely, it's a bet on the Dolphins here. Yeah, I don't think that the Jets' recent offensive explosion is reason to believe that they've fixed whatever ails them. I just think it's been either matchup issues or going to the well with trick plays or whatever. But I, I think they're going to regress back to their nine and 10 point selves. <laughs> their last two games have actually increased their average from 10 points a game to 15 points a game. So good for you, Jets. But uh, even if they were to get that 27, 28 mark again, I don't think that's still going to be enough to win or even cover. Um, I'm with Max here. I like, Miami and a route. What I wrote down seven and a half. Is that where we're at, Arch? Six and a half. Six, six and, and a half. half. Pinnacle. Yeah, I went no. right to Pinnacle. I went right to bet 365, six and a half. Yeah, give me. I'll bet Miami all day on that. Give me the Dolphins. You know, you had mentioned that maybe Sam Darnold's going to play and Fitzpatrick are going to play. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, holy shit. That's getting even better for the for the Miami Dolphins. I would rather Darnold play if I'm betting the Dolphins, and I would much rather Fitzpatrick play because I think Tua is just trying to be a little bit too cute out there. I I don't see any reason why not to. I'm going to bet the, the Dolphins here. I think this game is a blowout. Oh, boy. A kiss of death on a road favorite. That's what we're looking at here because I'm betting the Dolphins too. So how Didn't big we do this last week? How big will the Jets win? That's my question. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's a kiss of death. So the money line the Jets, kids. Money line. <laughs> I got I got it back on the board. It's minus seven over at my bookie. It's minus so, seven. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah. right there. It's still under yeah. your nine. Oh no, no, yeah. I'm I'm locking it in right now. I'm literally yeah, just <laughs> right here on my phone. We did kiss of death on the bet. Dolphins last week too, right? Did we kiss of death on the Dolphins last week? 
Yeah, yeah. they went up to Denver and uh, they played they great. Yeah, and we, we joked that one too. We said money line the Broncos. <laughs> there you go. Can't argue with results. Forty-four and a half is the total in this one. Oh, don't need to argue with that. Uh, I will lean the under here. We're talking about the Jets uh, getting their average up to 15 points per game. Well, guess what? They're going to score 15 this week, and the Dolphins are going to score 29. So you add that up together, you get 44. So 44 and a half, it is a lean on the under. Check. The last time these two teams played, it was 24 to nothing. Uh, Jets couldn't even get on the board. Um, they, obviously, they've done a lot better the last couple of weeks. The Dolphins have been giving up points, 17, 31, 21, and then 20 to Denver. Uh, I'm trusting the Jets to at least hit their 15, maybe 20 here, but um, I'll lean the over. I got it. Dolphins, 32. New York Jets, 13. That equals 45, barely over, so I will lean the over. All right. No, I've got this uh, going under. I was going to lean it, but I'm changing it to a bet. I want I want a piece of that under. I really do. I don't see it going over 44 and a half. I just don't. All right. Another road favorite for everybody to grab. New Orleans is going to, to uh, Denver, and they are minus six, the Saints are. Yeah, man. Um you know, Taysom Hill had a pretty good first game. Now he's going to face off against a Denver defense that is just old. It's injured. Uh, Broncos were, were once known for their defensive identity. And I think their defense is decent enough, uh, but the cracks can be exploited and teams can score points on them. I expect the Saints to be able to put up some good numbers this week. Uh, and uh, defensively, I, I think, New Orleans should be able to shut down Drew Locke. That's a subpar Broncos offense with with Locke leading the way. Um, <clears throat> you know, they've shown glimmers of hope, right? Uh, but it's usually against bad defenses. Saints, not a bad defense. In fact, looks like they're getting better week to week. Uh, so I like New Orleans in here to cover this one, but only in a lean. Yeah, New Orleans has actually been my fantasy defense the last three weeks, and they've been spectacular, giving up three, 13, and nine points. Um, Denver's defense was okay against Miami, but I, that just stands out as an outlier. It's a, a mirage. They've, they've been bad. They've given up 37, 34, 30, and 43 in the four games before that. I think we're probably going to see more of that kind of defense against these Saints than the one against the Dolphins. So I do believe the Saints can cover six points. I will bet another road favorite. Give me those Saints. I think when Drew Locke plays well and they actually score some points and control the game is when they're actually able to effectively run the ball and have some balance in their offense, Denver. You're not going to be able to run the ball. Melvin Gordon and Phillip Lindsay are going to have a difficult time finding yards against the New Orleans Saints defense. That's going to be the difference in the game. And Michael Thomas is going to get targeted 500 times by Taysom Hill. Uh, I'm going to bet the New Orleans Saints on the road as well. I'm not going to bet a road favorite. Not again. Too many. Too many. I'm going to lean them. I think the Saints do win. I do think they probably cover. I just too many road favorites. Max said a week or two ago, it starts to take a toll on you. And it does. It does start to take a toll on you. So it's just a lean for me on a road favorite. The total in this one is 43. Um. I'm going to lean the over here. I think, I think again, I think the Saints get theirs. 
I think the Saints put up 31 points, and I think the Broncos scored 19. So that is a 50 uh, score. So even even if I'm even if Broncos defense shows up a little bit more and holds the Saints to you know 28 or something like that, they're, they're still looking over to me. So I mean, yeah, uh, this is a lean on the over. I'm looking at the Saints' most recent five. They put up 38 against Tampa. Then after that, other than that game, 24, 27, 26, 27, they're right there. So I, that's kind of where I have them. It's probably 27 here. So I need Denver to score what, a couple touchdowns and a field goal. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I'm going to lean the under here. I have the game uh, pretty well over. I have New Orleans winning 32 to 20. The, the, the reason they scored more points with Taysom Hill is he can actually throw the ball more than 10 yards, something Drew Brees can't do, <laughs> long or no long. Uh, I'm going to bet the over in this I'm game. going to bet the over, okay. I'm leaning the over here. It's it's right there. I've got it just barely going over. So, yeah, I, not enough confidence to bet it. The lean for me. Well, we're on that topic real quick too. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember remember that uh, that Super Bowl that Peyton Manning ended up winning for uh, Denver, and he was pretty much injured that whole season, and and just when it comes to the playoffs, it was just, it was just their defense that that just did everything, and yes. he just you know did with. I kind of get that vibe of this how how the Saints could win the Super Bowl this year oh. is their defense just keeps getting better and better week to week, and you have Taysom Hill who's going to be playing really well. Uh, I, you know, and then Breeze is going to come back at some point, and you're going to insert him in, and, and so you're going to see him, and he's, he's not going to look as good. <laughs> and you're going to be like, like we got to stick with Breeze, right? Like we have to kind of stick with him, and uh, and that defense may, might be able to be enough to get them uh, in, into the Super Bowl. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of like flashback to that. Is uh, you know, I don't, th- I don't think Breeze is as bad as Man- Manning was bad that year. Horrible, like that, yeah. just bad. And Breeze isn't that bad. But yeah, I mean, to Rich's point though, it's like. Uh, over 10 yards it's non-existent for breeze anymore no i agree i think i think you might be onto something i would say you're probably absolutely correct except the rams are out there it's a fair point san francisco's we can get into that because san francisco's going to los angeles san francisco's facing the best defense in the nfl and they just are terrifying after the bye week rams minus six and a half max glad that you're finally coming around to that oh you're so right i was wrong but god damn they absolutely befuddled russell wilson and tom brady yeah it's it's not middle of the pack in the afc no, anymore no, no, this, no. This, this, this is the this best defense, defense in the NFL. it's pretty good uh you know 49ers dominated the rams week six now la is going to look to get some revenge keep their nfc west championship uh possibilities uh open here and i was telling you yesterday man i, I feel like the rams team reminds me a lot of the 49ers from last year they have a very solid defense, a decent enough running game, and a quarterback that can be an absolute liability at times. <laughs> and <laughs> I begrudgingly, I begrud- it took me a while. I begrudgingly said that Goff is better than Jimmy G, but I think my praise stops there. I think that is that is all you're going to get out of me talking about Jared Goff. Uh, but the, yeah, that defense should come up big this week. Uh, Aaron Donald was held without a sack last time these two teams played. He's been held without a sack the last two games. This, some pent up quarterback hitting in, in Aaron Donald right now, and he's got to let it let it out this week. I think the Rams should win this one, uh, but man, I was telling you, I was damn close to betting the Niners yesterday with those points. I couldn't quite get there. I couldn't bet against my own team, but this is a solid lean on San Francisco. I think the Rams get the win, but this is going to be a close one for them. 
Yeah, I think that the Rams definitely get the win. This falls into one of those categories of I don't see them getting swept by the 49ers. Uh, Rams are 4-0 at home, um, and the defense is playing remarkably well. But that Niner offense is just struggling so hard. They just they can't generate anything. Um, and then you saw what they did against the Saints. They only got 13 points against a stellar defense, 17 points against Green Bay, who doesn't exactly have – a stellar defense and 27 against Seattle who has no defense. So I don't, I don't trust San Francisco to put up enough points to, even though, you know, Jared, we, we joke Jared Goff limited with what he can do, but it's the limited. I trust the Rams offense just more than the 49ers to even keep it close or close enough. So I'll bet a home team. Give me those Rams. San Francisco is getting a little bit healthier. They're going to get Debo Samuel back and Jordan Reed, who might make a four or five plays before he heads to the set lines again with another injury. But I, I still think the Rams are the better team. Well, they are the better team in every statistical category. The, the, the Rams have the edge. I think the Rams win. I think the Rams are likely to cover, but not by enough for me to bet it. So I'm just going to lean the home team, the Rams. Yeah, it's it's right there. I'm in the same boat as Max. I don't have a scenario where the Rams actually lose this game. I just don't have them winning by the six and a half that often. So it's a lean for me on San Francisco. Yeah, Whew. the Rams are starting to peak at the at the right time for them to make some noise. Uh, Forty four and a half is your total. It's going down. No surprise. Um, I will. What is it? Forty five and a half. Forty four. Ah, oh, crap. Um, I I bet this yesterday. It was 45 and a half. I bet this at 45. So I did bet the under yesterday. Uh, but if you're telling me it's 44 and a half I, for the show, I will lean the over here. Because, yeah, I have this at 45. I have uh, Rams winning 23 to 22. And, uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to get that bet in yesterday because it's not available today. <laughs> I think we're going to be pretty close to what they were last time. It was 24 to 16 last time. Puts you at 40. I I mean, you got five, five more points for that to go over. I don't know if we'll get there. Um, so I'll lean the under here. Yeah, I have a 24 to 17. I think it'll be pretty similar to the last game, except flipped and who gets to 24 this time. I'm going to lean the under here as well. All right. At the 44 and a half, I have to agree. I'm going to lean the over. This is almost a dumb push for me. I can't believe I have so many dumb pushes this episode. Uh, so I'm going to lean the over here and just, you know, strip sack, uh, pick six, something. Something will push it. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the game NBC wishes they could flex. Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Chiefs on the road, minus three. Why is why is this not? Yeah. <laughs> Sunday night game. I mean, come on. Jeez. Uh, Tampa's defense can be summed up pretty easily amazing against the run shitty against the pass <laughs> golf bot just shredded them for 376 passing yards now they got to contain patrick mahomes in the chiefs passing game good luck with that guys good luck uh mahomes strives like he's absolutely amazing when other teams put pressure on him uh, the bucks the bucks like to blitz and i think they'd be better off not rushing more people just dropping more people back, doubling up Kelsey, doubling up Hill. Just, just uh, give give Mahomes as much time as he needs because it doesn't matter. Because if you if you rush him, he's just going to scramble around and find an even better play. So just leave him alone. <laughs> just double up everyone else. Uh, 
I don't think this is a, a slam dunk for KC as much as I love their defense. They haven't been playing great lately. I've seen some issues uh, allowed five passing touchdowns over the last two games. So I do think Brady should get his. I, th- I do think Tampa Bay can put up some points here. But I think Tampa suffers another loss. I think they're going to have consecutive losses and, and KC's going to cover this one. So I will bet the Chiefs here. I, I, I think they uh, show up big time today. You know, one of the concerns Tampa Bay might have to have is that they can't win at home. That Their last two losses to the Saints and the Rams have been at home, and now Kansas City comes to town and will probably be the best team they've seen all year. I'm not sure what Andy Reid's doing with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and um, Le'Veon Bell, but they inexplicably kind of abandoned the run the last several weeks. I don't know if he's saving them for something. It just... It's not like him to just, oh, I don't have any running backs. And I get it. Patrick Mahomes, near godlike status. But th- this team has got too much talent to not be balanced. I think there's almost this, hey, you can't run on Tampa. I can almost see Andy Reid saying, no, oh, yeah, we can, and try and run. I think they're going to try and get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell going in that running game, see if they can't crack that Tampa defense. And it doesn't really matter if they don't because – Patrick Mahomes scored 28 points in one quarter if he wants to. So I agree with Max. I think Tampa will get theirs. The Chiefs defense has been a little subpar the last couple of weeks, um, but they're not going to get enough to win or keep it within the three. So I will bet the Chiefs as well. seems like whenever Tom Brady has a bad game, he bounces back to silence his critics the next time out. And they need to have the signature win to, to have the confidence that they can go through and win the Super Bowl or at least represent the NFC on that side. They do have a middle-of-the-road AFC defense down there in Tampa. Uh, but the one thing I, I, I feel is going to work to their advantage this week is you can run on Kansas City. Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette might be able to find some space. That'll take the heat off of Brady needing to make plays all by himself. And, and when Kansas City, when teams can run on them, they tend to keep the games close. So that's what I see playing out. I do think Kansas City is the likely winner, but I think Tampa Bay will keep it close. So I'm going to lean the Chiefs. Mm. It's just too bad. Those are the two running backs that you put with Tom Brady, two of the worst wide receiving, worst receiving running backs in the NFL. It's just a, they need some different running backs for Tom Brady. There's so many problems with Tampa Bay. Kansas City's defense is a little suspect. I'm going to lean the Chiefs minus the three. I, I, I think that Chiefs do win. I think it's going to be pretty close, though. Uh, the total in this one is 56. It's going up. It's going to be very close. I have the Chiefs winning this one 33 to 29. So they do cover this one. And as such, I will also bet the over here. 62 is my total. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I will bet the over. I was going to say 56 and a half is what it is really, not 56. But that doesn't matter for you. So. <laughs> no, 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 not no, for no. me. No, no, no. I, 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 got, I, I got some wiggle room. You're betting the over? Bet it? Yeah, bet, bet the okay, over. Bet there you it. go. Yeah, I, I, I like where Max's head is at. You know, the, the Chiefs score. Nobody is stopping. I don't care who, if it's the Rams or the Bears, nobody's stopping this offense. 35, 33, 35, 43. They put up points. Um, I do think Tampa Bay will probably get theirs, but they only need to be in the you know mid-20s to, to make this an overplay. So I don't bet a lot of these over-unders, but I will bet this one. I like the over. 
they have scored a lot of points and they can score a lot of points. But I mean, let's be honest, the best defense that they probably faced was the New England Patriots, which is not really saying that much or Baltimore. They did light up Baltimore. I think they're probably going to be in the upper 20s and Tampa Bay will probably be in the mid 20s. This is a game I think that has all the markings of going over, you know, a 60 point line. Uh, but I am going to lean the under. I think they just come in a little under the line. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean the under here too. I, I think this is going to be a little bit closer, a little bit lower scoring. Um, yeah, it's a, a lean for the under in me. All right, last game. Whew, I'm excited. Chicago and Green Bay. He's back, baby. Mitch Trubisky's coming back, right? This his triumphant return. That's it. Yes, that's it. Nick Foles dealing with that hip injury, and now Mitch Trubisky shows up. And guess what? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> this Bears offense looked like shit with Trubisky in there. It looked like shit with Foles in there. That's the reality. Is it going to change against a subpar Packers defense? I doubt it. The other reality is, is Aaron Rodgers is having a pretty good season. He's coming off a loss last week. I think the Packers should be motivated to get a big win. Bears defense has played Rodgers well the past few years, but with the amount of weapons the Packers have on offense, I I expect them to still score some points. I can't trust the frauds here. I can't trust trust them enough to bet them, Uh, but by my numbers, this should be a fucking slaughter. I will lean the Packers here. I, I I think they should get it done. It is nine and a half if we didn't get that on the record. Yeah, nine and a half. I, I okay. Um, I had this at seven and a half, and at nine and a half, I would still lean the Packers. That's Mitch Trubisky. That's the Trubisky bump right there. That's a tr- <laughs> the Bears are three and zero oh with Trubisky. Oh my God! You know, we we've gone week after week after week and talk about how limited the Bears are offensively, and I mean they just they need overtime to to get into the twenties. Um, Thirteen against the Vikings, who don't have anything resembling a defense. Seventeen against Tennessee, likewise, not much of a defense. Uh, I I just don't know how the Bears are supposed to keep this close when they're going to have to get into the mid to high 20s. The other thing that I like about this game is that Aaron Rodgers is coming off a loss. The last time we talked about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss, they annihilated their opponent. I think it's another one of those situations. They're at home. It's rivalry. They hate each other. But Green Bay's got way too many jo- uh, too many weapons. Aaron Jones probably have a big day. Devontae Adams is going to have a big day. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big day. And this is going to be a route, I will bet, the Packers. The one thing that this series doesn't tend to have in it is routes. And if you look at the Bears this year, the only team that beat them by 10, which Green Bay will need to do to cover, was the Rams. The Rams had a, you know, they have the best defense, and the uh, Green Bay can't make that claim. Nine is way too many points. Trubisky's actually had some decent success against the Green Bay Packers. And the defense, as you mentioned, has had some good success against uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think they actually knocked him out of the season a couple times. So broken him up and sent him home. I I don't think you can bet uh, lay nine, nine and a half Green Bay in this game. The Bears will cover that. I'll bet the Bears. You're going to bet the Bears? Mm -hmm. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I was going to lean the Bears with these points because it's it's just so it's so many. Uh, But I fear Max might be right. Once the once the wheels start falling off, Green Bay is just going to roll. Uh, the total in this one, 
Is that right? 44 and a half. Yeah, it's funny too. Is, uh, I noticed that this this one's currently off the board at my bookie right now. So, um, yeah, they're, they're probably adjusting because of uh, Mr. Trubisky. Um, I will, what do you have, 44 and a half? I had this at 40, 45. 40, yeah, 40, well... Take a shot, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm leaning the over here. I think I think Packers score 31, Bears score 17. So that's 48. So uh, 44 and a half, 45. I'll still lean the over. Um. Yeah. I I just I don't care what Rich says. I think it's still a route. <laughs> I'm going to lean the over as well. And <laughs> feelings mutual, Grandpa. Um, I think the game is 27 to 20. Very traditional NFL score which is a 47. So I'm going to lean over in this game as well. Yeah. I've got this going over too. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean it with not a lot of confidence. Is Aaron Rodgers doing well right now? I mean, I'm serious question is, or is he, tra- he's kind of trending down I mean, the right last couple now, of weeks. No, he's trending down yeah. on the season. He yeah. is doing well. I mean, it was a, a, but I think he's hit some tough defenses. I think he's, he's hit some defenses that, you know, I, again, like I'll shit on the Colts defense. I, I will, but it's still a good defense. It's not. It's not a bad defense, and he hit, hit into them last week, and he still had pretty good, pretty good numbers. But yeah, I think I think there's a, a little bit of a downward trend because he's starting to play defenses that aren't, you know, just rolling over for him. You mean like Jacksonville, San Francisco, Minnesota, and Houston? Exactly. You could. Yes. I would yeah. quote Aaron Rodgers here and just say a, a, a down year, a down game for him is a career year for most quarterbacks. So, at nearly three thousand yards, twenty nine touches, and only four picks, ten games into the season, I'd say he's doing all right. I'm just looking up his numbers last week. Their running game helps them out, though. Aaron Jones and they got a lot of good running backs back there. They're able to grind out some yards and not to put so much pressure on Aaron. Okay. Okay. Keep him healthy for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean a seventy-one percent completion rate, pretty good against Jack or against the Colts. Uh, three hundred eleven yards, one interception, three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a lot of teams that would drool over that. You're right, but it still seems like it's, it's he's trending down. I think it's more really of an indictment. The, the offense has been as good as they've probably ever been. Their defense. I think everybody even forgets how good that Packer defense was last year, and they're not really that good this year. They're barely mediocre. He's got to do a lot more. If they could tighten up that defense a little bit better, might not call them the frauds as much, but I think it's more of a defensive problem. Rodgers and that offense is doing their job. Yeah, could be. Also, I think age might be. We might be seeing some signs of age for Rodgers. It's a long season. It's a lot of wear and tear. And it's not exactly a spring chicken anymore. It's regrettable that so many years were squandered with that fucking moron as a coach. <laughs> Dallas Mike found McCarthy. their savior, though. Yeah, Mike McCarthy. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah. Too, good enough not to get Trevor Lawrence, bad enough for everybody to give up. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? I mean, the, the, Cow- the Cowboys, they're, they're still going to somehow manage to be like a game out of the, uh, the NFC East. You know, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're gonna look and you're gonna be like, oh, Dallas just missed the playoffs by a game. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> All right, every single game, every single total, every single spread, Max. That's it. Oh, and I guess for Panther, every single road favorite, Max. That's it. <laughs> That is, uh, you know, uh, like Rich just, just fucking pwned me at the end of the game. I'm talking about playing some some solid defenses, and he mentions, yeah, the te- Texans, Vikings, 49ers, and Jaguars. I take that back. Yes, no, uh, 
just the Colts, just the Colts. Um, listen, that is it. Support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, buying our ugly Christmas sweaters, coffee mugs, all that stuff. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the DGEN shop. You can do that there. Uh, make sure to download the DGEN's app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsell, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, do you want to make fun of me some more? Go ahead. No, no, I, I don't want to make fun of you. I don't want to prone you. I, I just don't want people popping off on Twitter. You know what I mean? But what I want you to do is to go ahead and tell your friends about us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, however it is you communicate. I also don't want you to waste any money on that sideshow, that freak show, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Just watch it on one of those pirate channels that you can watch boxing on uh, on the Internet. Just make sure you have your <laughs> your spam blocker working at 100%. Panther, I know you're probably home today, Grandpa Panther. Congratulations on that, my man. Uh, I know that'll be plenty of fun for you there, but I'm sure you want to take that baby home and uh, it's time to take us home. Yeah, actually, I'm uh, as soon as we're done with this show, I'm getting ready to throw the jacket on and head on over and see my grandson for the first time. Wasn't allowed to be in the hospital. My daughter got home yesterday. But look, a sincere thank you to everybody who commented and liked my posts, a picture of my daughter and my my grandson. It's my second grandchild. Uh, I already had a granddaughter last year. But um, look, I know there's a little joking going on here about all these road favorites, but it's what it is. This is one of those weird weeks where the better team is just on the road. I think you guys look, you're going to find some uh, some good bets, maybe a few money lines. I didn't find, and the only one I even considered money lining might have been that Tennessee game, and I really couldn't even get there. But look, it's, it's a week of road teams. We had 2-0 with the road teams on Thursday. Notre Dame hit the road yesterday, and they won. I like these road teams tomorrow. I apologize to all you college football DJs. It's been such a crazy week uh, and weekend that Arch and I weren't able to put out a college show. So I'm going to get some picks put on the uh, app and the, and the uh, website. Check that out. Talk to us about the games you've got going on today, what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today and tomorrow. And when it's all said and done, kids, that's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.